In today's bonus episode, join us as real estate heavyweights have a chance to go some extra rounds into this week's topic. Hey everyone, I'm here with Wendy Burney and she serves Central New Jersey. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Jen. How are you? Great. How are you? Great. Excellent. So the reason I brought you on is I I loved your answer about what you do when the sellers won't give you the price. So what do you do, Wendy? Well, I like to know what their opinion is because I like to know where their head is as far as what they think their value is of their home. And when I eat with them, right? Yeah, I I go over things that add value and don't add value because, you know, we always get the thing about why I added this, I added that. And so I educate them and they respect that. Usually when I'm going in, it's from a referral. So I sort of already have some trust from them, but they expect me to be the expert and know the price. So to avoid having to answer that and not have a price for them and not know where they are, I usually have my admin call them up just like she's pretending she's confirming the appointment. And then she'll say something like, well, I'm going to pull some stats for Wendy's file for your appointment. What price range would you say your house is in? Oh, that's great. And I bet that they feel like not, like it's easy because she's not you. Right, she's not me. She's not expected to know. And then they get to tell her, oh, well, well, I think it's about 500 or 400 or whatever it is. And then I have an idea, so I know whether I'm going to put them into total culture shock or not when I go to the appointment. (laughs) And just so I have an idea going in, so I don't, uh, you know, it's not a total shock and I can sort of ease them into their reality if if they weren't in reality already. Yeah, that's an awesome, that's, it really like lowers their defenses a little bit if they are feeling like a little bit like, well, we want you to tell us because you're right. She's not expected to know. So they're going to probably tell her like everything. Oh, yeah. (laughs) or not tell her or has there been a case where she's like they've been defensive with her there have been a couple of times where they'll go oh well that's what we want her to come tell us but then she knows to just say well you know she's got a lot of appointments set up and I'm just helping I'm just gathering some stats so I've got a bunch of listings here I didn't know which price range to put your house in yeah that's so she's got a couple comeback responses and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't right well that's that's I really appreciate you sharing that. That's a great tip. Sure, my pleasure. (laughs) Thanks, Wendy. Okay, thank you. Hi, everyone. Today I'm with Tiffany Ford. Hi, Tiffany. Hey. And she serves Northern Virginia. So Tiffany today is going to talk to us about a strategy she uses when the seller won't give her what they're thinking for the price. So what do you do, Tiffany? Well, so I always start out by asking them what they think the price is or what they expect to walk away with. Because they always have a number, right? You don't right. sell a house to sell a house. You sell a house because you need to get somewhere else. Right. So there's always a plan. And, and usually they'll tell me kind of where they think it is. Yeah. I have had a couple of occasions, one specific one where the guy said, no, it's your job to tell me the price. I mean... And, and he's not wrong. Right. But ultimately what I said to him was, well, let's walk around and have a look and see what we think. Mm-hmm. We walked around and the house needed a lot of work. Mm. And I said, well, how much are you willing to invest in selling this home? Good question. Because really, if you're going to do the bare minimum, your price is going to be in this range. And if you're going to do the maximum, your range is going to be very different. 
So I can't really tell you what it's going to sell for not knowing what that looks like. I like how you like ask another question and it gets you the same answer because then I imagine he started, I mean, he's going to either like, he's going to go down one of two ways. Either he's going to invest nothing or he's going to invest a lot or he's going to start talking, right? Right, right. Either way, it kind of gets us to what that priority is for him. Right. And in this case, he didn't have a lot to invest. So that just wasn't where his priority was. He said, I, I want to sell it. I, I don't have a ton of money to throw at it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we ended up in a very different place than where he might've been if he had, you know, an extra 20,000 to put in to do, you know, carpet, paint, all that, update the kitchen, that kind of thing. That just wasn't where he was. And how did he receive it? I think he was okay. Like he knew what he had to put in. Yeah. He, he wasn't in a place where he was going to throw money at a house he wasn't going to live in. And a lot of sellers aren't. That's right. okay. What would you do if the house was like in good condition and they really wouldn't, but they still wouldn't give you the price? Can we, th- I'm wondering what we could say to somebody like that. Cause yeah, of course, like to somebody that needs work, that makes sense. Like how much are you willing to invest to get it market ready? Right. Right. Well, what I tell people is that we can list the house in line with what's sold in your neighborhood. And I'll show them the comps and we'll go over all of that. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, we're not going to set the price. We can list it where we want to list it, but we don't set the price. Yeah. We don't set the price. The appraiser in a lot of cases doesn't even set the price. What sets the price is what a buyer who has the money is willing to pay and what you are ultimately willing to accept. Exactly. And I think too, like I always say, the best indicator of what buyers will pay is what they have paid. And that's why we look at these relevant properties because these are the most relevant based on recent sales. And it is exactly to your point, it's it's what the buyers and sellers agreed on. So that's, yeah, that's the value. Well, for sure. And people get really hung up on, well, the house down the street sold for X amount. Okay. But we can't just look at the pictures and look at that sale price and assume we know everything about what happened. There's always multiple other factors involved in selling a house. Exactly. You know? Oftentimes too, we will go to one or two of the competing properties because there's usually only really like one or two that is truly the competition. And we you can go in there. And then for them, I always find like a little light bulb clicks on and they're like, oh, okay. Then they understand the pricing. They understand why their purple tulips aren't worth more than the red tulips (laughs) or than any tulips, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Or the dwarf azaleas or whatever happens. Right, whatever it is. The little flamingos in the yard, like whatever. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I appreciate your insight, Tiffany. Thank you for sharing. Sure. Thanks for having me on. I'm with Rick Trevino here and he serves Redondo Beach, California. Hi, Rick. Hi, how are you? Good. And Rick has an interesting perspective on, we were discussing what to do if the seller doesn't give you the price that we're thinking. But Rick, what's your perspective on that? Yeah, actually, when it comes down to pricing, I'm all about controlling the narrative. And that's one thing that, that I'm sharing with the seller as we're going through the, the listing conversation. And I kind of I twist the listing conversation because I'll start it out. Again, I'm controlling the narrative and also giving them the understanding that we want to control the narrative with the buyers. So 
it's really a couple steps for me. First, I want to make sure that they are clear that they're going to see themselves in the next place that they're moving to. If they can't, if they're not excited about that, then the conversation actually stops there. Okay, I don't want any tire kickers. You're at the house. Yes, yes. Okay, so I want them, I put them in the next place that they're living. It's the Sunday night, they're watching the sunset, and uh, they're just drinking their favorite uh, drink. And I I get them to just share about the emotion, about what's that going to be like for them. Okay, then, okay, so I'm creating that with them. After they're there, then I transition over into the, the conversation about the price of the home. And I don't give them an opportunity to tell me what, what they think about it because it really doesn't matter. So again, I'm controlling the narrative and giving them the understanding that, yes, this is how we're going to control the narrative, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, with the buyer. So it goes into conversation of, all right, so we know that you're in a million-dollar neighborhood. But let's say that you list the house for $2 million. It's going to be crickets, right? Right. Yeah. So I get them to say yes. Yeah. Okay. If we list it for a dollar, it's going to be crazy around here, right? We're right. going to get the news vans out here. We're going to get a couple hundred offers and it's going to be nuts. Would you agree? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then I'll go into, all right. And what I really don't understand is that some agents will actually try to pinpoint what the, what the sale price is going to be. And it's, nobody knows. Do you know what it's going to sell for to the dollar? You know, would you agree that you don't know? Yes. Would you agree that I don't know? And even the buyer doesn't know. So nobody knows. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay, so why are we trying to pinpoint that? What we're really here to do right now is to figure out what's going to be the best marketing price for you so that we can get you in a position where you can choose not only the best offer, which may not be the highest, but which offer is going to have the strongest buyer with the best credit and also the strongest financials. That way you're clear that when we get into escrow, that we're going to be in escrow that one time and we get to go through and close. Okay. Now there's a couple other things that go along with it, but basically that's, that's what I'm going to with pricing. So I don't allow them to talk about pricing because it really doesn't matter. And if they're not agreeing with me, if they're coming in high, then I, I really get them back to say, wait a second. So we agreed that if, we, if it's listed at $2 million in this million dollar neighborhood, it's not, it's going to be crickets, right? It's just an example of them overpricing it. So I want them to see it for themselves. Yeah. I like how you keep it to their motivation and get them there before you kind of talk about the present. So that probably really helps you if they do have any pushback. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get them back to you. Um, and just for example, okay, so Mr. and Mrs. Jones, you're going down to San Diego. You want to be down there in three months because that's where your grandkids are and you're looking forward to that. So by setting the stage, by setting that scenario that they're there on a Sunday evening, they're watching the sunset and they got their grandkids running around in the backyard and they can, and they can really start sharing about what that is emotionally for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom. That's when I know that, okay, great. Now we can progress to that next conversation. And it's really about just destroying any myths that, that the sellers may have about pricing. Okay, oh, we want to list it high so we can negotiate. Well, let's, let's set up the cricket scenario so we can just smash that. Okay. <laughs> and so it's really about controlling the narrative. Okay, And I set that up by saying, look, there's two parts 
to this transaction. Okay, one side's going to be emotional yeah. and the other side's going to be rational. Okay, we get to choose right now whether you want to be the emotional one, okay, which if you're on the market and you're not getting offers, guess what? You just bought being emotional, okay? Yeah. Or we can actually toss that over to the buyers. And how are the buyers emotional? We get this house on the market at a price that is so attractive that you're getting a lot of people coming in, okay? Multiple offers gets the emotion on the buyer side, which gives you a position of power and being rational about being able to select which is the strongest buyer that's going to continue um, and take this through to close escrow. That's awesome. Yeah, I've heard a similar script from the Mike Ferry organization about you can live in reality or fantasy land. And it's like fantasy is a place everybody wants to go, but doesn't exist. And that's kind of what you're doing, but like in a softer a softer way. Well, that's cool. I mean, we'll have to try that, see how that works in this market. I really appreciate you chatting with us about that. Yeah, you're welcome. And, and it's worked in uh, various levels too, 300,000, 500,000, 800,000, and uh, 1.8. That's been my experience with it. Um, yeah, so it, it works. It's just a matter of get them to their final destination. And then at that point- I'm Motivated. Go- yeah, that's, that's perfect. I love it. Thanks, Rick. Cool. You're welcome. All right. Hi, everyone. I am here with Rebecca Lower. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. How are you? Great. And Rebecca serves Baltimore and Hartford County in Maryland. And she had a great um, response and process to what to do if the seller won't give you the price. So, Rebecca, what do you do? So when I am at a listing appointment, I basically, I always come prepared with numbers of, based on the market reports that I've pulled, Um, but I do, exactly, exactly. And I also come with net sheets as well, based on price points between the low, medium and high. Oh, so you're giving them like three net sheets? I'm giving them several net sheets. Yes, I will, based on my pre-listing conversation to get an idea of how their home kind of fits in with what the market is selling, you know, what homes are on the market. I'll kind of give an average of, because I know in my mind about where I think it might sell. And of course, this is pre-seeing it. So it's adjustable. And I will do net sheets based on that information. And what if they, I mean, do you, you just do it on that information. And if they don't, if they don't say what they think it's worth, does that bother you at all? Do you just like, don't worry about it? Honestly, I've not really ran into somebody not being upfront. I'm before I even provide them that information, I will say to them, you know, what, what are you hoping to sell your home for just to give give me an idea of kind of where their head is so I can have the right conversation and ask them the right questions. Because right. Cause like if they're really too high. Correct. I want to be realistic with them. I'm always upfront and honest. I try to do it with kindness. <laughs> right. Um, right. But the market is the market. It's not my opinion. I try to explain to them. It's the numbers are the numbers. Yeah. If, if they're not willing to give me uh, the amount that they want to uh, sell their home for, I, I probably ask them point blank, why? Why the hesitation? Yeah. The only way I can best serve them is if I kind of know what 
what they're expecting. No, that makes sense. And I like how you ask, like, what are they hoping to get? Because that's, that is to your point, like a really hard question not to answer. Like everybody has hopes and dreams. And you even say like, I'm going to come with you. What an analysis of the market. Like, I like how you're not attached to it being your price because it's not, you're not buying the house. Right. Like it is truly the market and it's their neighbors. Correct. That's wonderful. Agreed. That's really great. I appreciate it. Thank you yeah. for sharing your insights with us. Absolutely. Have a good day. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed diving deeper into this week's topic with our real estate heavyweights. If you're interested in becoming a featured heavyweight, please reach out through our toe-to-toe podcast Facebook page. 